The focus of the next two prokim is the consequence and the punishment for somebody who eats truma if he is not a Kohen. So the focus of the sixth parak is somebody who eats it by mistake, whereas in the seventh parak we come to include somebody who does it on purpose. And as we have alluded to already, one who eats truma unintentionally, and we're talking about a Zar, a non-Kohen, then his punishment is Mishalim Keren, he has to pay the actual value of what he ate, plus v'chaymesh, plus a fifth of that value. Now, it's very important to realize that when we say keren v'chaymesh, it's not actually the value plus a fifth. Really, it's a value plus a quarter. So why is it called a fifth? The answer is because once you've got the total, then the added part is going to be a fifth of the total. For example, let's say somebody ate force of trimmer. You would need to pay four, because that's the actual value, plus a quarter of that, which is one. So why is the one called a fifth? Because if you add the one to the four, then you get five, and one is a fifth of five. So when we say a fifth, it means a fifth of what the total will be once you've paid that fifth, which is really a quarter, but it's known as keren v'chaymesh. Now the Torah says that this is the punishment for somebody who eats trimmer by mistake, but the Mishnah tells us that it's not limited just to eating, whether one eats the trimmer, whether he drinks it, whether he rubs it on his body. As long as it's the normal thing to do with that food, then it's considered like eating, because drinking is just another form of consumption. And it's learned from Pesukim that rubbing liquids on one's body is considered like drinking them. So as long as it's normal to rub that food on one's body, for example oil, if one did that, then you would be chayav keren v'chaymesh. Furthermore, whether it's tahar, pure trimmer, or impure trimmer, although the Torah refers to the trimmer in this context as kodesh, holy, even trimmer, which is tome, comes under that category. So the Mishnah says, Mishalim chumsha, one would have to pay the fifth, but as well as that, v'chaymesh chumsha, one would even need to pay a fifth of the fifth. When would that be? So the answer is, if somebody then goes and eats the fifth which this czar paid, that fifth is also considered trimmer. Even though we're going to see in a moment that the fifth cannot be paid from trimmer itself, once you've paid the Karen v'chaymesh, even the extra fifth gains trimmer sanctity. Which means that if somebody then eats that fifth, and he's not a Kohen, then he'd have to pay a fifth, he'd have to pay that fifth, plus a fifth of it, because we now view that as the main value. That becomes like regular trimmer. And now the Mishnah tells us, in a machine trimmer, you can't pay the Karen v'chimesh with truma produce, rather with chulin produce. Chulin means fixed chulin, and that means produce which has been fully tithed. And the reason for this is because the Karen v'chimesh which we're giving to the Kohen, as we mentioned, will gain truma sanctity. So a non-Kohen will not be able to eat it. Which means that the Karen v'chimesh fundamentally belongs to the Kohanim, and you sort of have a debt towards them. And because it's like you owe them the truma, it's forbidden to pay a debt with non-chulin produce. Because that's like paying a debt with the coin's produce. We don't consider it yours. And therefore you have to pay it with your own property and therefore it has to be done with chulin. And as we said before, the heimnas and truma, this chulin which is paid as the kein v'chemesh becomes like truma. So non co would no longer be able to eat it. And as well as that, vatashlumin truma, this means that the payment for the fifth if let's say the Zohar separated Karen v'chaymesh, and then somebody ate that chaymesh, or the Karen as well, since that now gained Truma sanctity, that will also gain Truma status itself, 
So it would go on forever if somebody eats that, then they would also have to pay Karen Bachoymesh. Now the fact that the Tsar is paying a Kohen more than the value itself of that which he ate would imply that it's not just for compensation. He, play, he pays the Karen the actual value of what he ate in order to compensate the Kohen. But the Choymesh, the added fifth, is not for compensation. It's not because the Kohen lost out, rather it's as an atonement which the Torah prescribes for this person who ate Trimmer. That's how Kamek can also become Trimmer. Because you're not just compensating the Kohen, otherwise you could just give him Chulin. The Choymesh becomes Trimmer because of, that is the atonement which is prescribed by the Torah. And because of that, Imrotza Kohen Limchol. What happened if the Kohen said to this person, You know, I forgive you, I don't mind, you don't need to pay me the added fifth. Says the Mishnah, He can't forgive him, and in fact, even the Keren, even the main value, even that the Kohen can't forgive him. Because the truth is, we actually view the entire Keren of Achimesh as one, as something which the Torah said that this person needs to give the Kohen. And therefore the Kohen hasn't got a right to say you don't need to pay me, because this is necessary for the Zohar to gain atonement. Mishnah Beis, we're now going to see the exact nature of the Karen and the Chaymesh quite clearly in our Mishnah. Now the halacha is that a woman who is a Bas Yisrael, she does not come from a family of Karnim, so of course she is not allowed to eat Truma, however, if she then marries a Kohen, then just like the Kohen can eat Truma, so too his wife and family can also eat Truma. But what happens if Bas Yisrael, Truma, if a Bas Yisrael ate Truma, she did it unintentionally, but she was not allowed to do so. But then, then she got married to a Kohen, so from that point onwards, she's allowed to eat Truma. However, since when she ate the Truma, she wasn't allowed to eat it, the punishment would still apply, so she needs to pay Karen Vachemesh. So the Mishnah says, If the Truma which she ate did not yet belong to a Kohen, and a simple example of this would be if the owner himself separated Truma, Yisrael farmer separated Truma, and before he gave it to a Kohen, this Bas Yisrael ate it. So even though a Kohen didn't own it, as we explained before, the purpose of the Karen Vachemesh is not just for compensation, it's as an atonement. And it's because the Torah says that you need to give it, and therefore, she still owes Karen Vachemesh. However, since a Kohen didn't own it, she can choose which Kohen to give it to. Now she's in luck, because as soon as she married a Kohen, she's considered a Koheness herself, and therefore says the Mishnah, She should pay the Karen Vachemesh to herself. So what she would do is she would designate some chulin produce and give them trimmer status and eat them like that as if she sort of paid herself with chulin produce which then gains trimmer status. Alright, the in trimmer shazacha wakein achla, if she ate trimmer which a kohen did already own. So now, here we're going to see the difference between the keren vachemesh very clearly. Mishalemes keren lebailem, she has to pay the keren, the actual value of the trimmer which she ate, to the owner of that trimmer which she ate. Because the Karen serves not only as the atonement which the Torah prescribes, but also as compensation for the Kohen. So she's got to make sure that the Kohen does not lose out, so he gets the Karen. However, the Chaymesh, since it's above the value, of course it's not compensation. Rather, the Chaymesh is only for atonement. So the Chaymesh la'atzma, she can pay the fifth of it to herself, so again, she would designate some Chulin produce and give it Trimmer status. Because the Chacham said, when he eats Trimmer unintentionally, he has to pay the actual value to the owner of that Trimmer, but the added fifth, or the added quarter, she can pay to any Kohen who she likes, and in this case, she likes herself the most, so she would pay it to herself.
Mishnah Gimel, we mentioned in Mishnah Aleph that one is only obligated to pay the Karen Vachemesh if he eats the produce, and by extension if he drinks it or anoints it on himself, but if he causes it to be consumed in any other way, or even if he causes somebody else to eat the truma, he himself will not be chayav the Karen Vachemesh. So the Mishnah says, Hamachel es pealov ves urchov truma. One who pays his workers or his guests truma, and we're referring to an employer or an innkeeper, who are obligated to provide food for their workers or for the people staying in the inn. And he actually gives them trimmer, and they don't realize it's trimmer, so they eat it by mistake. It's considered by mistake because they think they're doing something permitted when really it's forbidden. So we have quite a subtle machlokas over here, and that is Humashalim Esakeren. He, the owner, the employer, or the innkeeper, pays the keren, the actual value, the heimashalim esachimesh, whereas they who actually ate it need to pay the chimesh, the added fifth. Dear Reb Meir, that's the opinion of Reb Meir. Now the truth is, we learned before that both the keren and the chimesh are a necessary part of the atonement, and that which the Torah says that one who eats truma needs to pay. So it doesn't really help if the employer pays the keren, because the one who eats it needs to actually pay the keren v'chimesh in order to gain an atonement. So what Reb Meir means, is that the owner, the employer, for example, should pay the keren of trim of value to the person who ate it, and then the person who ate it, the worker, would pay that on to a kohen, he'd pass it on to a kohen, plus he would add a fifth of his, of his own. And the Chachom have a very similar opinion, the Chachom and the Chachom say, Hey, Mishalm Keren V'chaymesh, the workers pay a keren and the chaymesh, because they need to in order to receive their atonement, and that's what the Torah says. And the who, he, the employer, or the innkeeper, needs to pay them the value of their meal, meaning the true which they ate, the owner needs to pay them again. However, according to the Chachomim, the employer would pay them chulin food. Because whereas according to the mayor, the employer himself is guilty of stealing truma, and so he really needs to contribute to the keren which goes to the Kohen, and therefore he pays truma, or at least he pays chulin which then gains the status of truma. Whereas according to the Chachomim, the reason why the employer is paying the Karen is not in order to compensate the Kohen. It's in order to provide the meal to his workers, because if you think about it, by giving a forbidden meal to his workers, he didn't really fulfill the obligation of feeding his workers. So in order to fulfill that obligation, he needs to pay them, but of course that has nothing to do with paying the Kohen, and therefore he pays regular Chulin, which remains Chulin. So that's the subtle difference between the Meir and the Chachomim, according to the Meir, the employer would pay Truma food, food which has become Truma to the workers, whereas according to the Chachomim, he would pay them Chulin. Now Chulin, by the way, is worth quite a bit more than Truma, because only a few people, only Karnim, can eat Truma. So there's less demand for it, and therefore it will be cheaper. So the Chachomim being stricter here on the employer, and that he'll have to pay slightly more. The halach is that if somebody steals something, anything, not even trimmer, if he steals anything, and then witnesses testify that he stole it, and he is caught by the court, then his punishment is he has to pay tashlume kefel, which means double. So if, let's say, he stole something worth five dinar, he would have to pay back that item, plus another five dinar in cash. So altogether, he's paying back ten dinar worth. And so the mission says the same would apply to trimmer, hagrenev trimmer achala. One who steals truma and does not eat it, but since he didn't eat it, he's not obligated to pay Karen Vachemesh. But since he stole it, so just like everything else, Mashalim Tashlomi Kefel Demesruma, he would need to pay Tashlomi Kefel, this double payment, which is the fine for any thief, and he pays it with truma value. He doesn't have to pay the higher Chulin value because that's not what he stole. He stole truma, so he pays back that plus its value. 
However, Acholo, if he did eat it, so now he's got two obligations. Number one, he's got the obligation of Tashlumei Kefel, and as well as that, he's got the obligation of Keren Vachoymesh. So you might have thought that he now has to pay three Keren payments plus Vachoymesh. But the truth is, it's not that. He only needs to pay Meshalem Shnei and Vachoymesh, two Keren payments and Vachoymesh. The reason being that one of the Keren payments of Tashlumei Kefel is for compensation, and the Keren of the Keren Vachoymesh payment is also for compensation. So those two come together, and therefore he only pays two Keren payments plus one Chaymesh. And what exactly does he pay? So Keren Vachoymesh mena Chulin. He has to pay Keren Vachoymesh of Chulin value. Just like whenever you pay ch- um, Keren Vachoymesh. As we explained earlier on in the Perek, that you can't pay a debt with Trimmer produce. However, the Keren, the other Keren to be Trimmer will be Trimmer value. Because the other Keren is being paid as Tashlumi Kefel, the double payment for what he stole. Nothing to do with what he ate, but for what he stole. And since he stole Trimmer, so he has to pay back Trimmer value. And the final part of our Mishnah concerns somebody who gonav Trimmer's hektish v'achala. He did a lot of wrong things. He stole Trimmer, which was hektish, that means it was designated to the Beis Hamikdash, and he also ate it. Now, just like the punishment for eating Trimmer unintentionally is Keren Vachimesh, the punishment for eating or even benefiting from something which belongs to the Beis Hamikdash is also to pay Keren Vachimesh. Now, another thing we need to know is that the punishment of Tashlumi Kefel, the double payment which a thief needs to pay, does not apply to somebody who stole from the Beis Hamikdash. Or he took something which belongs to the Beis Hamikdash. And the reason for this is because the Torah says, Yishalim Shanaim Liri Ehu. He needs to pay double to his friend, which implies that it only applies if you steal from somebody else, but not from the Beis HaMikdash's property. So how much does this person have to pay? So the Mishnah says, Meshalim Shnei Chamoshim V'Keren. He needs to pay two Chaymash payments, and only one Keren. Now you would think he needs to pay two Keren and two Chaymash. However, since Keren is fundamentally a payment in order to compensate the person who is stolen from, you never need to compensate someone by paying double. That's no longer compensation. As soon as you've paid back the value, he's been compensated. So you only need to pay one Keren. However, the Chaymesh is as an atonement. It's got nothing to do with compensation. And therefore, just because you gave a Chaymesh for eating Shrimmer does not relieve you of the obligation to pay a Chaymesh for the Hektash which you ate. And therefore, you would pay one Keren and two Chaymesh. And the reason why we're ignoring the Tashlumi Kefel of theft is because Shein Behekdash Tashlumi Kefel, Tashlumi Kefel does not apply to stealing from Bishamikdash property, as we explained.